0: Hello everyone, this is Bicycle Mark, also known as Mark Fonseca Rendeiro, coming to you, this time, on another adventure. And that adventure takes place on the island of São Miguel, in the azores in the middle of the atlantic and not only am i in sao miguel i'm in one little corner of sao miguel a city that is not a city it is a town a major town i suppose but small small cuz we're on an island it's called povoa são and i'm i'm high on a on a hill on a mountain everything's a mountain here looking down not in a negative way at the town and i can see other towns it's about midnight uh, here at the beginning of, almost the beginning of July, the end of June. And I wanted to do a podcast for Citizen Reporter, just as a, you know, remembering this moment, sharing it with you as podcasts have always been so good at doing. And it's really an amazing visual. To my left is an even higher mountain than the one I'm standing on. To my right is a valley, followed by another chain of mountains. This is, this is a volcanic island, or at least a formerly volcanic island. Of course, no volcano has been actually active on this island since, I think, let's see, 1400s, 1500s, uh, but still it is marked, or, or it is the, the main feature of the landscape, so you see a lot of craters, and one of the attractions here is the, the hot springs, the, the boiling thermal what do you call that? Geothermal uh, energy smoke. People are cooking their food with it. Not everybody, just a few people and mostly for tourists, to be honest. But hey, I went there and uh, I've been on this island for a week. I decided uh, flights are really affordable from Lisbon, where I often go to see my family at this time of year. And I did that. And so together with my, my girlfriend, we, we hopped on a Uh, what is it? One of those low-cost airlines that treat you almost like a person. And we made it over here for for probably the coins that you have in your pocket. Uh, I kid you not, if you have a 20 in your pocket, that's more or less what I paid for this flight. Uh, So we're we're here in the islands. It's uh, halfway between, let's say, New Jersey and Portugal, right in the middle of the Atlantic. And it's such a cool place to be. Um, It's so... Quiet. I'm I'm overlooking the only road that crosses through this region, and a car hasn't passed in maybe I don't know twenty minutes. And uh, I can hear a festival going on on another mountain. I can see their lights. Uh, they're not shooting fireworks anymore. Uh, the big party was yesterday. That was the weekend. The weekend's over. But I can still hear them singing, and you might even hear them yelling in the background. Um, and further down the hill, I can see the Atlantic ocean. Uh, there's one boat. Uh, it's, it's got a few lights. Uh, it seems to be kind of patrolling, whatever, whatever reason, but there's one boat in the, uh, in the Harbor, so to speak. And it's, uh, it's an amazing place. I, I, I have hiked so many kilometers and I have swam in all kinds of warm and cold water, natural pools, random, places, I've seen abandoned villages, I've seen a lot of things, a lot of things, and it's, um, it's interesting, you know, and this comes at a time where, wherever you are, you've probably been following the news, and this might be late, it depends on when I, I get time to post it, but uh, at this very moment, we're still hearing uh, about the, the, the great uh, news out of the Supreme Court in the United States about uh, recognizing gay marriage um, and the celebration is echoed throughout the internet and all over the world. Um, but, but we have a lot of other things going on. We have the, the terrible terrorist attacks in Tunisia, Kuwait, and France. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that'll take you from the high of, of gay marriage to the low of of just terrible crimes and mass murder. And then here, here in Europe, although I'm on an island where you'd forget... We're not part of anything here. We're just an island, a bunch of islands. But yeah, we are part of Europe. We're part of Portugal. And uh, the big news is Greece, of course. Uh, Whether or not they'll, uh, what's the word? Not uh, honor uh, so-called the restructuring agreement. Call it what you want. And it is a very political thing, the way you talk about it. Um, But so Greece and Europe or... The European Union core members are in a sort of fight with Greece at this point, and uh, that is constantly on the news here in Portugal or here on the island. Perhaps that's because Portugal is also in a unique position as a country that also took a, a major loan and is paying it back, and it's costing it's costing society pretty heavily. And I can tell you, walking, I've walked a lot on this island. I haven't gone to the other islands. There are many others, but they're quite far from one another. And if you walk around on this island, considered, I guess, one of the more prosperous ones, you see a lot of abandoned homes, you know, because people have immigrated mostly to Canada and the U.S. Uh, you don't have to go far without seeing another Canadian, another American flag. Um, people have died, of course, old age, and their their next generations moved to the city or to uh, specifically to the continent, to Portugal or, or elsewhere. And so this island uh, struggles when it comes to economic activity. And people think that tourism will, will lift them. And there is a big boost in tourism. But, um, you know, can you, can you survive? Can, can tourism be the boat or the, the rising tide that lifts all boats? Um, I don't know. And, and, and would such a beautiful place exist if tourism became a booming industry, um, I'm I'm at the end of the island. Uh, There's no highway. There's a winding road that takes you about an hour, winding round and round and round. It's it's maddening. I can't believe people do this on a daily basis here. Um, and, And so that kind of, I think it kind of, I don't know, puts people off sometimes to come here um you need a car I, I bicycle mark himself had to rent a car something i rarely do but um it was the only way to have freedom to stop and look and and i find some place where you can swim and i go let's go down there and i just drive down there um if that happened in mass although that might be good for the hotels and the restaurants um I don't know. You know, the natural environment would 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 be impacted, and and everyone likes to say nowadays that tourism can be done in an ecologically friendly way, and that sounds excellent. And I hope the Azores is doing that. I'm at a a private home, or is it a private home? Once it becomes a an Airbnb, uh, but it's a beautiful modern home of a of a couple from from the continent, in fact, who moved here, and uh, because they like life, maybe because they have the most gorgeous view you can imagine. I'll share a photo, and um, you know, they, they do things ecologically as best as they can. Um, but uh, I don't know, you know, tourism as an answer to your economic woes, uh, I just don't think it adds up. And we have evidence, uh, in the Caribbean, we have evidence even in Europe, look at Greece, tourist, touristic destination. And, and how's it going economically? I think, I think you have to do a lot of things as an economy. Um, And if you can build things in an era where very few Western countries build anything, I think that's still something to be coveted. But I don't know, someone else could say that era is over. Don't even try and say we should build things because we don't do that anymore. We we just provide services. That's our economy. Um, It just doesn't feel real. Maybe that's my old-fashioned, born-at-the-end-of-the-70s self uh, coming out. By the way, uh, so there's a cloud cover, but... The clouds part quite often and i got the very bright three-quarters moon but i also have uh, venus if i'm not mistaken venus very bright in the sky and jupiter right behind it uh slightly less bright and it's interesting they're almost covering each other jupiter and venus and it's amazing to see this many stars uh now the wind picking up i am on a mountain i have my best wind screen on the mic Uh, But still, this is going to affect the recording. And uh, so I've been here a week and uh, still doing uh, some of my responsibilities. You're never quite on vacation anymore. That's another thing. Uh, In this guest house, we have a a great uh, German couple and uh, they also don't seem like they're ever on vacation. They're here, they're in a beautiful place, but they're still answering email, taking calls. And I have that as well, where my other work follows me here. Um, Sometimes that's a good thing, but... Oftentimes, it's amazing. You just can't, can't get away. Or if you dare get away, you're going to have a backlog of email and demands and requests and people don't understand while you're, while, why you're away. Uh, I'm impressed every time I see an out-of-office reply. Are you someone who uses an out-of-office reply? I've, I think I've not used an out-of-office... I never had an office, first of all. But um, I, I, I just answer email. <laughs> and uh, I'll reply and say it's going to take me a while if it's going to take me a while but it's it's amazing that people still have out of office replies I think it's a good thing, actually I think we should live in a society like that more so than this one where you're on vacation and you're answering emails um, but that is, that is the path I've chosen and it is a choice, I think you worry about, I don't know what you're missing out on or who you're pissing off, maybe I don't know so, um, yeah, maybe you've been to the Azores if you haven't I highly recommend it. Yes, there are a lot of dogs barking at night. The dogs look after the, I don't know, the cows. There's a lot of cows. To my left and my right, uh, there's a bunch of cows. You know, I wondered what the cows do at night. uh, Because all day long, they eat and they moo. And at night, nobody comes to tell them to come inside. Matter of fact, there's nowhere to come inside. They just walk around. I can see them in the moonlight. They're laying down, I think. What is that? Is that a cow? Um, cows just stay outside for days. And I don't know why that bothers me because I guess they're not cold. They've got that leather jacket on. Uh, I guess, you know, bathroom is not an issue. Food is all around you. You're tired? You can lay down, I guess. Although, does a cow get tired of standing? I guess that's why cow tipping exists. I'm just kind of amazed how cows take care of themselves for so many days on end. Um, and I'm amazed at the Azorean talent for putting cows on top of a mountain. Every time I look up, I see a peak of some kind, and I see a bunch of cows. How they got there, it's a mystery. Um, to me, not, not to the local people, it's no mystery. Yeah, so um, I was just working on Source Code Berlin. Um, we had Enthusiastic Con in Berlin. I, I I flew out there, not from the island, but from Portugal, to attend Enthusiastic Con and to attend the Deutsche Welle Media Expo or whatever the hell it's called. Um, interesting environment. I wonder if I have some new listeners from there. Uh, I'm amazed if I do because I, um, I, uh, <laughs> I moderated a session on, um, what was it on, media as a tool for uh, inflaming or, or inciting uh, more tension between sides in a conflict we had a better title than that but, um, and I, uh, I just spoke from the heart and uh, it was kind of out of place I felt <laughs> people were a little confused about my jokes and my m- demeanor um, I don't by any means think I'm a misbehaving person or even a, a, a dick as it were but uh, I felt kind of out of place Well, oh, there's a red light up there on the mountain It's looking at me. I'm sure it's all very normal. Uh, So there was the Deutsche Welle conference, and uh, I I thought i gave a good speech, and uh, I thought I moderated well, and we talked about Ukraine and Russia. We had two experts, or I don't know. Are they experts? We had two people to talk about media in both Ukraine and uh, Russia, and that was a big attention-getter. And I also had someone from the World Catholic communication association which i honestly didn't know existed but you could say the same about citizen reporter um but he was a fantastic alvito a fantastic guy great to get a chance to talk and hang out and that was our panel we were the the fearsome four five four four and uh, great people in the audience um <laughs> even people in positions of power there was a director of policy at the BBC or something and, and at one point I, I made a joke because I pointed to him and I said that gentleman right there to, to take a question and he turns around to look behind him and I said uh, oh he's so modest he, I called him a gentleman and he looks behind him um, and I know that you're not laughing right now and they didn't either in the room but then he goes to answer the question and he introduces himself as policy director at BBC or whatever it is and uh, I was like, oh, uh, uh, I see. <laughs> Joking out of place, somehow. Why can't the policy director joke around a little, huh? What are we coming to as a world? to take ourselves so seriously all the time. Everybody takes themselves seriously. No, well, not me, ladies and gentlemen, not me. I'm holding a microphone at midnight on top of a mountain, uh, talking to you. And uh, it's fantastic. I, I wish you could see this. It's, 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 it should be dark. But it's not because the moon is bright and getting brighter as the clouds part. It's going to be a sunny day tomorrow. I am going to jump in the ocean. I might go to this little island next to the island where I can snorkel. Why do we snorkel? I don't know. It's a fascinating world down there. Um, So we want to see it, right? Right. All right. It's bedtime for sure. Uh, but here we are in the Azores and uh, another podcast, Citizen Reporter. Uh, What is coming up? What is coming up? Let's see. I'm going to return to the Netherlands soon, go home, moving house, new little studio room in my future apartment, which will be very good starting next month. News of the World will be coming back. Uh, If you've never heard that program, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more News of the World as we make our mighty comeback for the second half of this year. Yes. Source Code Berlin will carry on. Uh, it's going to be a good year for us, I think. And uh, Citizen Reporter, yes. We've got some uh, programs coming up. I think I have a backlog of programs, actually, to put up. So forgive me for messing with time. But uh, still, you know, you can mess with time in podcasting. Uh, I could I could put this up in uh, in six months. It's still interesting. It just might not be timely. But what's timely? It really depends on how you look at things. Let's play with time. We have the power, right? Right. All right. Good. Well, I'm very glad to have you with me. I'm glad you're still listening. This podcast lives on, and part of the reason that it lives on is you, and the other part is me. So as long as that formula survives, we'll have a podcast. <laughs> All right. From, uh, no, where am I? <laughs> From uh, uh Sao Miguel. Açores, as we say in Portuguese, Açores. The Azores. I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro, Bicycle Mark, and I will catch you very soon. CitizenReporter.org is the site, and goodbye. See
1: ya. <laughs> Carta escrita para picar a bonita Não tenho porquê na lata Toda moça que é bonita Se ela chora ou se ela grita Nunca vê-lo nascer É como a maçã madura Da quinta do padre cura Todos lá querem comer é Azar as capelas Por ser froco das canelas Com uma mulher sem nariz E esta gente dos pajões Já me deram os parabéns, No casamento que eu fiz Ponha aqui o seu pezinho Devagar, devagarinho Se vai à Ribeira Grande Numa carta escrita para ti, cara, unida, não tenho porque de aqui o seu pezinho de mergar, se vai